has been happening <laughs> as always in our life we disappear sometimes because life is so busy and now we're back and now we're back i think i think it's just calm we'll just pop these out yeah. whenever's whenever's right um and it feels good to be back it feels good to be it, it's one of those things you really need to stay in the swing of things mm. because if you miss a week it can be so easy to be oh we'll miss a week or oh, we'll do it again and then you really have to be intentional about getting back on the podcast horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're a bit later tonight than uh, usual, but we're we're on. I mean, that's the main thing. And next week's is already planned, which is really good. We're really yeah. excited. And that's your podcast, isn't mm-hmm. it? So that's going to be really exciting. Today, what we're talking about today, how would you best describe what we're mm-hmm. talking about today? About life. <laughs> about a new life, about about turning around from an old life to face a new, a new life. We're going to start with this verse here, should we start with? Mm-hmm. Um, is, that, is that the one we wanted to start with? Yeah, yeah, let's mm-hmm. do that. Okay, it's 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. Do you know... The reason we often, I guess, think about uh, what we should talk about and and um, I guess one thing that drives what we talk about is what's going on in our lives. And I'm just going to tell this quick, give some quick overlap of why we've ended up talking about this, because it's been very much like on my mind and on my heart to want to talk about based on something that happened a couple of weeks ago. I was basically referred to as arrogant. Mm. Wow, that's that's a stinger. That's a real stinger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I'm not going to go into much detail, but I'm going to tell you why. Basically, I was involved in a situation about 11 years ago now. And I, uh, again, 11 years ago, gone, yeah. I was so I would have been 18 at the time probably and I was involved in this situation and then I've recently shared a view on a subject and somebody that knew what happened when I was 18 decided that I was arrogant because of because how could somebody share the view that I was sharing now and do the things I did when I was 17 or 18 and that made that really challenged me because I could easily see how you know forget faith forget all of things people do things do you want to get Thea from the door because she's gonna yeah. keep, I don't know if you can hear the the tapping of the 
We've got a cat flap, so she's she sticks her head through the cat flap to have a look out. Um, and then if she wants to go outside, she's um, like sticks her head through or scratches it. So that's what she's doing. If you could hear that, but uh, you could leave the door open, couldn't you? Yeah. So it was really it was really challenging, and I, I never want to just reply on impulse. Or uh, and actually, I do want to pick my battle as well. Um, and I do think that on kind of social media, if the person that is messaging you or something is worth responding to or is um, it's, it's a worthy conversation or you feel like they're, the way they're wording things is, is open to an explanation, then I would have that conversation. In this case, I didn't, so I didn't respond. Um, but it still made me think. I was like, oh, is that, is that, is that right? Like, should we be held accountable to behaviour? Are you allowed to change your mind if you've if you've done something ages ago, you know? And it made me think. But it also got in me, I guess, this this thing where I was being um forced to believe that I was something based on somebody that I was and I'm not now. And I really I really wrestled with that, I guess. And I'm I'm sure we've all got examples of that and believing things that we that we are now because of past experiences or, or one thing or another. Um, but that just really made me think, mm. you know, interesting, very, very strange circumstance. Is there anything that you can think of off your head, Nanny, that you have been held to believe about yourself because of past actions? Yeah, I just wanted to say something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The other the verse that we started because I think mm. like it's so easy for people to judge someone else on mm. something that happened a long time ago, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I feel like we can have healthy relationships with people around us. If we're not ready to move on from the person that, from the actions or the things that the person used to be. So for example, we can be judging a child, you know, Oh yeah, when you were a child, you were a rebel, and you were doing mm. all of this and this and yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, like, there's a study like the human brain doesn't fully develop when you you are like 21, you know, mm. and then from there to the 30, finish the developing. So I feel like with, with the example that you were saying mm. that this verse in the Bible says that whoever is in Christ is a new person. Mm. So we can't i feel like the biggest lie that satan will try to use against us is mm. think about your past you know oh you're never going to be any good you're never mm. going to be any good because look at this look at your failures look at all of the bad things about you and imagine if that would be the case we would never become anything in life because none of us is worthy of anything you know is by grace that we get everything in life. Mm. So if we keep holding things from the past, where we allow, for example, Satan to say, oh yeah, but how can you preach now? Or how there mm. can you talk about Jesus if look at the way you used to live? We all have a past. The question is, what was it, the turning point and mm. what Jesus came to bring? You know, the Bible says in a different verse that Jesus came to give us life. And give us life is in every area of us. When I remember when you received the sermons about like getting baptized, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. you take a decision to follow Jesus and to move on from that life. Mm -hmm. So when you decide to move on from that life, you said, okay, I'm going to move on from that life. And I remember when I got baptized, someone said to me, 
the old person of you, the old nanny will be in the water and then when it come back, when you're out of the water, you're going to be a completely different person. So, so nanny's referring to baptism in which where in people water. in water. So when you, if you've ever been to a baptism, you'll know what this is about. But in, in churches, what they'll do is a kind of, um, it's like a ceremony process in which someone gets completely dunked in water, fully submersed to then be brought back up. And it's to symbolise uh, Jesus's death and being revived but also what what we take what we take on it's a public declaration of our faith to others um but it symbolizes what Jesus did on the cross for us and, and the fact that we accept that and that actually we're made new by accepting that sorry mm-hmm. move forward move yeah on. so and and that verse says like whoever is in Christ the mm-hmm. old things have passed you know everything mm-hmm. is made new so we have a new heart a new mind a new everything so I feel like if we're always going to be thinking about the person we used to be, we're never going to go anywhere in life mm-hmm. because we're never going to think that we are good enough or all the mistakes that we've done. We're going to think, oh, no, I failed in my last job that I had, so I'm never going to be successful in any job mm-hmm. because I keep holding to the person that I used to be. Mm-hmm. N- knowing that when you start in a new, you know, something new, you're a new person, you can start with a fresh mind and a fresh everything. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier to say that than it is to accept that. You know, do you know what I mean? You you can be, I think the depth of some circumstances that you go through can be so deep, emotional. And that that it comes across, you know, in in different ways. But some people can do things and be held by things that they've done in the past so much so that it affects who they are today. Mm. I started studying a year ago and it was like, it was a big thing to even step into studying because for many years I had decided that I wasn't an academic person. I was just, I'm not the type of person to go to uni. That's what I would, that's what I would say. And I don't think there's such thing as the type of person. You don't just decide that, or you don't just, we're not just people that should be living in a box depending on what the world defines that we are. But actually, if you decide, okay, I'm going to take on something else, we have the ability and the capabilities to grow and to learn and to move on. And there's some things that I did when I was, you know, 15, 16, 17. There were some things I did last week that I disagree with. Like, I think we're able, we're in a position where I think it's sad if you've got that hold over yourself really sad but also i think the message and the reason we wanted to do this is because we don't believe that for anybody Mm. like we've both seen it in our own lives where we've done the things and we've been given that grace and we've been allowed to move forward we've been allowed to repent turn around from that behavior Mm -hmm. and go and live a new life and we also want to tell everybody that's listening that you're not bound by anything you've done mm. and you can never be too far gone, God's love for you, mm. and that repentance is there if you're willing to accept it. Like, if you're willing to turn around, God's grace is is there if you're willing to accept it. All it takes is just to turn away and, and, and trust in Jesus, mm. you know? Yeah. And that also that your mistakes does not define you because otherwise none of us will be anything, you know. Mm. We 
live in this world, we keep making mistakes all the time, we keep failing in different things, mm. but that doesn't say who you are, you know, that doesn't tell your identity or the person that you are or what you are capable of. Mm. If you fail, yes, you fail, you ask for forgiveness, you change your mind and you move on. But I feel like, I remember hearing one time someone talking about this and he was saying that sin doesn't separate you from God. And I was like, what? How can sin just not separate you from God? I always believe that sin separates you from God, you know. But the person said, sin doesn't separate you from God. It's the accusation and the lies of the enemy that separates you from, from God. Because if you commit a sin, if you commit something that you know that is not good, and if you ask for repentance, then God forgives you. But if you ask for forgiveness and then you keep listening to the lies of the enemy saying you're not good enough how there are you preaching how there can you say these and these things if you're not yeah. an example of this yeah then you're not no if you think about some of the major people in the bible like you think about moses like killed a man and then you know and then ran away and lived like a lot of these people paul for example was a huge persecutor yeah. of christians killing and creating war and It's like those people went on to do amazing things, but they only went on to do it because they believed that they could and they believed that they were, they understood the grace that, that, that God pours out for us when we're prepared to, to live his way. And I think that's the, that's the thing is that the, and I think that there's no accident in us being given these leaders biblically. Mm-hmm. Because they're people that messed up seriously, messed up worse than any, you know, they they, they, they messed up, right? I mean, it doesn't, mm. it's, it's hardly worth talking about whether it's worse or better or these people messed up murder. They did horrible things, mm. horrible things. And I think they were still offered the grace that we're all offered mm. and we still get the opportunity to to learn from them and go, actually, that applies to us as well. Mm. Something that I always mm. like had a really big impact in my life is mm. seeing David's life because yeah. you know David he started with a pure heart and mm. he started changing and you know trying to live according to God's commandments and everything. Suddenly he saw a woman and then he mm. liked it and he put the the husband of this woman at the front of the war to so that they can kill him mm. and he can stay with her. And not only that, but different things, you know, that he did. Mm. And even with everything and all the sins that he committed, God calls him someone according to his heart. Mm. So imagine if God called David someone according to his heart. I was thinking, what? You know, I always like to think about what's mm. going on, why, why God said that about him. Mm. And if you put a little bit of more attention into David's life and you see what David is saying with his life, He was someone that every time that he committed a sin, he had something that he, the Bible described it like, there's a big story about this, but they used to rip their, their clothes, you know, as mm -hmm. a way of showing a real repentance. And he, he was just showing this real attitude in front of God of saying, I am really sorry, please forgive me. I cannot do this on my own. I need you. I'm weak on my own strength, but I need your strength. So that real commitment, you know, what's the difference between that 
that is second we're only we're only regardless. basing this on three verses um do you want me to read it or do you want to read it no you can read it it says it's isaiah 43 it says forget the former things do not dwell on the past see i am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it i am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland mm. yeah that's really that's a really interesting verse because and I love, I love, um, uh, what's the right word? Um, comparisons, basically, mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, I'm doing a new thing. And you go, oh, yeah, okay, I'm doing a thing. No, no, no. What we mean by that is where it seems like there's no way possible, I'm bringing a stream mm -hmm. into a desert. Like, there's a real comparison that we go, oh, right. Like, in the depth of our despair, in the midst of an, a place in which we think, ah, oh, actually, there's no hope for me. Who, who, where do we find a stream in a desert, right? We don't. But, but God's saying to us that actually, in our desert, where things look dry and dull and there's not much around, that God comes in in a refreshing sense and and becomes our our hydration mm. in this. In this, it's just it's really really impactful, isn't it? I love it how it says to not dwell in the past mm. and this apply to different things, you know, it is applied yeah. to the way you used to live your life, mm. this applied to relationships. Sometimes I feel like we can like get so stuck on relationships and think, oh, I'm never gonna find someone like this person, you know, that mm. I used to be mm. go out with. And it said here, do not dwell on the past, I'm doing something new. Mm. So sometimes we don't understand why. God moves the things around the way that he does, you know. So now we think, well, this doesn't really make sense. But it does make sense because we can only see a small part. God can see it like from a drone, you know, <laughs> from an helicopter where you can see the rest of the thing. He can see the whole map of our life where we can only see a little, like a very, very tiny piece of it. But God says here, do not dwell on the past. And I think that's something very important to forget about the past, you know, if it was good, mm. forget about it because God has something even better. Mm. If it was bad, forget about it because God is doing something new. And mm. it says here, I love the part that says like he's making a way and in making a stream in the middle of the desert because. So it says I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So it doesn't say that streams in the desert uh. like I thought it did. It says making a way <laughs> in the desert, but it's this principle that you look around you in the desert and you don't know where to go but actually in the midst of suffering in the midst of oh i've got no direction with what i'm doing god comes in and gives us direction in what we're doing in the wasteland where like there's not much there where it's all probably dying away that god provides a stream for things to grow in a place where actually it's not supposed to grow yeah um but yeah no that's absolutely right it gives us kind of an analogy to work from where you're like oh okay, this is the level that God will go from me when when the Holy Spirit transforms mm. who we are from the inside out. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, it's easy to look at this and go, yeah, I, when, I was, when I was 18, 17, I wasn't the person I am today. If I could sit myself down when I was 17 or 18 and address this issue, I would, I would address. And I guess that's the thing is I think – I think we can do that. Like, I think we can speak on something based on our own learning mm -hmm. and say, you know what? I believe this. 
And actually that believing in this could can be completely different from what you used to believe. You can use your experience and go, oh, actually, like since I've been made new, my eyes are open to a new way of living that I actually think is better for us. And I can believe a different way. Otherwise, you say, actually, once you make, make, make your bed, when you're younger, you're, you have to live the same way, which is it's basically saying that you know it all, like you can't change your, your ways. When anybody that knows anything about anything knows that we learn things through life, we change. So I'm not set on a lot of ways mm. that, I'm, that I'm living. In fact, if someone shows me a better way of living or doing things differently, then I'm open to that. Things will change. Yeah. Things are different, aren't they? Yeah, and I don't think someone stay the same. You know, life yeah. is like with ups and downs. Different things happen in life. You lose people that you love. You know, you go through a lot of things. You can't keep being the same person that you used to be 10 years ago mm. because that means you haven't done anything in life. Mm. But when you're living, you know, existing, that challenge, you know, it's like, it will shape you. It will change the way you are, you know. Yeah. Time, with time, things, like, change, you know. So we can't keep being the same person no. because we're living in a world that is in constant change. No. That's, and we have to be yeah. adapting to that, yeah. seeking the truth of what yeah. we want to achieve in life. And well, I guess my example is, is easier to give because it's it's... 10, 11, 12 years ago, it's easy to say, well, of course you turned away from it, but the same very much applies for things that we did yesterday. Mm. As in, you might have done something and you wake up the next day and you go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Mm. That grace extends. The grace isn't, it doesn't kick in after a certain amount of time. Mm. That grace extends to you, the listener, for the thing that you did five minutes ago, mm. for the things that sit on you right now in guilt, God's hand stretches so far in grace that he is willing to hear you in the midst of that guilty feeling go, I messed up, mm. I did something wrong, I don't yeah. I don't feel good about what I just did. Lord, step in. Lord, mm. I need I need your your hand in my life. I want mm. to I want to turn away from my behaviour. I want to follow you. Mm. God God literally his hand extends to five minutes ago, mm. <laughs> to right now. I could have thought something and gone, ah, and I do it, I do it now. Like, yeah, my example was 11 years ago, but I do it now. I do, I've made mistake. I made a mistake an hour ago. I said mm. something I didn't mean, you know, earlier today that I go, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done this. You know, mm. I can learn. We're constantly learning, right? Yeah. And we should be allowed to do that. Yeah. We should be, right? And with this, we don't, like, we, we go to the last point to finish mm. with this yeah. podcast. Our last point that is, like, we, with this, we're not pretending to be perfect here. We're not mm. pretending to tell you, right, guys, like, <laughs> our life, this is what we used to be. Now we're here, and yeah. that's it. That's not the goal. Yeah. Even the Apostle Paul says in the Bible, and that's the verse that we wanted to read mm -hmm. to finish. Yeah. Mm. So we can talk more about it. Yeah. The last verse that we've got is, uh, oh, I didn't write it down. I didn't write the actual verse down. I've just written it. <laughs> um, it is, let me, uh, Philippians 3, 12. And it is, not that I have already obtained all this 
or have already arrived at my goal, which is what you're saying. So we're not saying what I'm about to say isn't from a place of perfection, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ uh, Christ Jesus took hold of me. Mm. So it's not saying that what I'm doing is, what I'm about to say is perfect, but based on the strongest foundation in our lives, which is what Christ has done for us on the cross, which is what we go back to, you know, we have that to hold on to. He then goes on to saying, 13, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do is forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, which is really nice. It's really nice. So he's saying, again, he's saying, I I haven't fully perfected this, so I'm not perfect, perfect, but we're still allowed to. And he uses the word strain for what's what's ahead of us we're allowed to but 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 we we can only do this by forgetting what's in the past Mm. and moving on from that and he is one to talk because as we said earlier this is the guy that wrote this paul is somebody and he's talking to the church he's comes from a place of persecuting and killing christians Mm. right so he's not just saying it to be like, oh, look at me. He's he's emphasising that he isn't the standard in which this comes from, and that Christ Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. 14 says, I press on towards the goal to win the prize that which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's, that's powerful. I love that. I always seen it like... Story I can tell because he's a runner. <laughs> but when you are on a race, I remember when I was mm. when I was young, I used to run. Mm. Even if you don't come believe on. it. Did you? If my friends from <laughs> school are here, you can come. <laughs> you can tell Story that I used to run. <laughs> yeah. But I remember I used to love like you know sprints, like fast sprints. runs. Yeah. Uh-oh. But also, you know, when you are like a relay was like Realized. yes. Mm-hmm. And you, even though you know that the, per- the person that is has to bring you that thing is behind yeah. you, yeah. you can't keep looking back and running looking back, you know? Yeah. If you try to run looking back, you're going to fall. That's really difficult. <laughs> the first rock that you're going to find, you know, the first obstacle, the first lie, the first person that comes and tells you mm-hmm. you're not good enough, the first person to say, how can you tell me about this if I know you from a long time ago? Mm-hmm. If you keep looking back, you're not going to run with your eyes fixed on Jesus, as the Bible says. So the Bible says, forget about what happened in the past. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Put your hair, your eyes mm-hmm. on the goal. Mm-hmm. So when you put your eyes on the goal, you walk, you know, you run straight to that. So even if there's a rock coming, you can see it ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. You can see it ahead and you know, oh, I'm going to go on the side. But if you're looking down or if you're looking mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. you're going to fall. Yeah, good analogy. You can't run forward well whilst looking behind. And that's a good one. I like that analogy. But that's the point, isn't it, that, that Paul's saying here in Romans is that from a place of knowing who Christ is and his goodness to us, this is what we can strive for. But we can strive for it knowing that we shouldn't be looking back and focusing on what's been done. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's it. Like, Yes, I can totally, totally understand. If you don't know this as truth for your life, then yeah, I totally understand why you can see in my circumstances why why I'd be arrogant. I can totally understand that. But 
I also, once you know that actually, like, one, okay, we grow up and we move on, but two, that God's hand of grace extends mm. to us, regardless of what we've done, allowing us to move forward and have vision that we didn't have before and to see better, like, see situations for sometimes what they really are. You know, it's it's it changes your life. And that's the reason we're, we're doing what we're doing you know, with the podcast and, and all of these things is not because we're the, we're the absolute standard of perfection and you need to get involved. No, we're not doing that. It's because this has changed and is changing us. And that is following, that's following Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we, and day in, day out, we seek to be more like him. We don't get it right at all. We, you know, but we, we, we're going for it. We're striving for it, leaning for it. As, mm. as Paul says and I think that's the main thing to do and that's open to everybody yes it gives you a purpose you know when you think about mm. what's your goal in life well I want to be a millionaire or I want to you know be the best mm. on this area and that area and that's fine but what about your eternity you know this life on earth is only a little bit of the reality you know mm. the most important thing is what are you doing about your eternity and that's what we want to share with you. Do you know, things yeah. that have changed our lives, the way we live, what we believe, the things that help us and give us purpose. Do you know, and we hope that that can also help you and give you purpose on yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. To know that is liberating. To yeah. know that allows you to live. And that is ultimately the freedom mm-hmm. that, that, that Christians talk about, is knowing that, yes, we mess up. Yes, we made mistakes. Yes, we do and will make mistakes. But it's knowing that that doesn't have a hold over who we are as people. But actually, it really does help us direct, be directed mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis to live better lives. Yeah. Do you think that's a good place to stop? Yeah, yeah. so we hope to... Um, we're going to be sharing some more things with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's difficult because we're in the middle of the learning, you know, especially mm-hmm. for me, I feel like... Sometimes I want to do more videos and more yeah. things, but it's been a learning time for me. And so it's also, there's times for everything. Yeah. yeah. But we'll be sharing with you a little bit more about our life, what we've been through and everything. And let us know any ideas or anything that you would like to know about. About us. Or about, about us or about, yeah. yeah about about things that we've learned while we've been through them. Yeah. Yeah, if you it think, will be very useful if you let us know why. Yeah, if you're on YouTube now, you can write something in the in the comments if you wanted to. Um, if you don't want to, don't worry. If you want something and think, yeah, actually, I'm gonna send them a message that you benefited from something, or you you want to hit us with some criticism, that's okay as well. We, we'd like to we'd like to welcome that. Um, and yeah, it's not there's no you know attack on anybody or anything like that. It's just or even the person that called me arrogant. Um, if you weren't here, you'd have to go and listen to the start about how that how that happened. It's more just to kind of address, and we've just used this as a great opportunity to be able to express where we're at and what our view on past behaviour has been like and what we believe about that, really. So I hope that helps. Um, and, yeah. And we'll see you next week yes. on the podcast. Next week. Thursday, 8 o'clock, 
BST, I still believe we're in British summertime. Um, well, I'm yeah. sure I'll confirm the talks and it just oh, yeah, But we'll let yeah, you yeah. know. Nanny has a guest yeah. on next week, which is very mm. exciting. Yeah. And you'll confirm times in social media, um, or you can find it here on YouTube or on podcasts. Yeah, on all podcast platforms. So, guys, if you like what you've seen, so thumbs up, subscribe. That would be fantastic. And Bless you guys. Yeah. yeah. No, no. No. Thank you. Excellent. Bye. Bless you guys. You take care.